Previously on Roll No Evil. Mr. Scratch, I have a proposal for you. There was a reason I wanted you. She shakes his hand. We have a thing in the bed. The same young man watching a Sherlock Holmes book to his chest. The familiar resemblance is uncanny. I am being chained by my parents and then the next second I'm here and I see Felicity and I don't know where she is. Just as I suspected, Felicity uh, closed her deal. I do have one thing to show everybody and then pull the journal out. Looks like we need to finish what the sisters started. Whatever she did, she bought you time. You don't have the board, but you do have the planchette. I don't know if I can trust you, but I will help you. You will not escape these crimes of I don't care how hard you try. The last of the pieces are protected. Mr. Scratch is the demon that has been causing us all these problems. How do we kill him? Welcome to the Eddie Arc, bitches. <laughs> That's why we're not ready. Yeah. <laughs> no. You ain't we got ready a for titles. <laughs> we got a couple we title do. options. We have A Nightmare on Ed Street. Oh. Uh, we also got Great Ed Spectations. Okay. So good. <laughs> Solid. Where Solid. was this? Those are, I those are my top this. two. Those are the top two. I also thought of It's the Great Eddie Charlie Brown. Um, so I like that one, right, right. but I'm biased. The Great Edpression. Damn. Mm, pride and edginess. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, you can't say my name and edge at the same time. We're, we're gonna give fan art folks way too much to work with. Listen, I I just make the campaign. I don't make the titles. Of mice. Oh, and I, found, ed? I found the list. Oh, go on. The creeps of Ed. Uh, episode six or seven. Eddie probably dies or something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, episode six, Ravenway, like from My Immortal. <laughs> okay. Uh, that the Misadventures the of Eddie and probably Felix too. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Eddie Eddie goes to Betty. Parentheses. Use this if I die. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see which one we've chosen. Eddie takes seven points of damage, featuring Fallout Boy. <laughs> I can't wait to see which one was chosen. A little behind the scenes. I have no idea what's going to be chosen. As soon as we're done recording, I lay on the ground and I forget everything. I have so, the power. Yeah, dude has the power. I yes. name the files. Editor extraordinary. Our files. Our files. <laughs> um, Alright, awesome, awesome. Last we left off, our wayward heroes uh, lost one of their own. Rip Felicity, wherever she may be. <laughs> But we've gained gained a new friend, Felix, who we've only heard of. So shout out to him. But I don't know. I can't wait to meet him too. I have no idea. Definitely <laughs> did meet him. Yeah. Yeah. He had a nice moment with Ed at one point. And... Yeah. Took a book. Uh, Eddie took his book like like a middle school bully. Yeah, still we wearing. Some books. Pretty sure he's still wearing pajamas. 
I, yeah. I think he's almost certainly wearing pajamas and not Alexander's uh, coat because Alexander's coat disappeared with yeah. Felicity. That's, yeah, that's his Sunday best. That's that's a real tragic <laughs> loss. Was that coat? Yeah, <laughs> rip Felicity and rip Alexander's jacket. That was his only good coat. Felix will buy a new. Had a picture of his family in that pocket. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God! His totally alive family. Totally the alive. only photo of his family. Yeah, as I remind that f- photography isn't as available then as it is now. So Every- everybody um goes back up to the bedroom where they found Felix, and oh, they see that they had totally forgotten that Fe- Felicity had definitely put the coat <laughs> on the chair, and everything is fine. Felicity got a little toasty before she. She sacrificed herself. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to be comfortable. Also, what kind of pajamas is he? Is he wearing like the the stick nightgown with the the cap? Um, he doesn't have a cap. And the candle, but the honk shoe. Probably, it's definitely the honk shoe. It probably came with the cap, and he just like it. Like he wasn't allowed the cap in the dungeon that he was locked in, but like it probably came with a matching cap. Yeah. True, hats do get in the way of human sacrifice. No mm-hmm. caps in the yeah. dungeon. So he's he's totally like full on don't wake daddy. Oh, like it's the blue and white stripe like night. Yeah, a hundred He's full on Ebenezer scrooging it. Yeah. Nope. Oh, this man doesn't have shoes. Yeah, it's like it definitely like, you know, probably not like it's probably one of those 90s that doesn't also have pants. Like he probably bare legging it out here. Um. <laughs> Episode six, Albrecht conjures shoes for Felix. <laughs> and that's the title. Have shoes. Can't wait to see which one is picked. <laughs> <sighs> so we left off with Yu's talking in the hallway and, you know, gathering to discuss what you all have learned as you kind of split up during the last campaign a bit, uh, a session a bit. So we left off with you like gathering your senses and figuring out what to do next. I think that we were in the, we were like sitting around the dining room, like laying all the shit out. Yeah, um, like planning to go in the basement, I think. I think we're in the kitchen. Oh, with the, the, the steamy towels. Oh, you're so right. We are in the kitchen because I wanted a fucking snack. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need a sustenance. Right. His first meal in 20 years. <laughs> a year. Just clarifying uh, while I did that entire like interest spiel, you have gathered into the kitchen both to try to get a snack, try to heal yourselves, and come up with a clearer plan of what you need to do. I'll also say for reminding... Um, Fun fact for the audience who may be listening, it has been like three months since we've recorded our last session, so we're all trying our best right here. Second of all, um, I think also just as a little thing is reminder that Felix is the younger twin of Felicity, younger by like five minutes, but because he's been elsewhere, he's a year, technically he's been out, Felix has been dead for a year, so he's about 18 years old, whereas Felicity was about 19, so he's still kind of a baby. But he's 18. <laughs> ignore Eight. ignore uh, the peanut gallery audience. Teen. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's been nice talking to you, audience. He's eight only- teens. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's eight, eight people in one, one eight old people in a trench coat. set of pajamas. He just, he was spooky ghost teens. as a little boy. Little boy, spooky yeah. ghost, but real boy. He's a real boy now. We we are only professionals on this podcast for all the viewers and listeners. Uh, it'll be insert release schedule time frame here since the last episode. 
Um, but for us, it has been three months. There has been moving. There has been life. There has been everybody just read your new addresses. <laughs> just dox yourself. Followed by just our social security. Yeah, social security number and uh, this is my mother's maiden name. I would, I would also like to point out probably the monster mesh will be posted first. Yeah. Around I was or on say, Halloween, yeah, by, which that we recorded but, like a year ago. A year ago, and I ended up playing a very wow. similar character, not realizing it until I started editing yeah. the monster mesh during editing? the three month break. You did the mesh. Uh. He did the Things most. go bump in the Things go bump in the boom boom. But yes. Um, but anyways, I think we're in the kitchen and we yeah, in the kitchen. About, we're in the kitchen. We to, Felix ate, went out into the hallway to like throw a table. I was angry. Came back. Yeah. And, came back. Um, came and that's back where was, we ended. Oh wait, and I said, how do and, we kill him? Yes. And we <laughs> ended on that lovely cliffhanger. And now three months later, we answered that question. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> so Eddie leans in to answer the question and says, I don't know. <laughs> three months. Three months. And we will see you three months later for the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think at this point, like we, we've all mutually decided that we, we have a monster to kill and we have a midnight to de-crimson. Yeah, um, we got an item to get, and we have oh, yeah. one item yes. remaining. Um, I'll just I'll set th the scene while you think about like next steps as well. You're in the kitchen. Felix had flipped the table. He was so angry and upset, learning what you know what Felicity had really sacrificced, both herself for the sake of her brother and, and a family memento from Alexander by accident because she was wearing Alexander's coat. Rip that family. The the kitchen is, you know, you can definitely see that shit had went down from really the first interaction you had had with this horrendous landscape that you had accidentally fallen into. Outside and through the window, the sky is red. It isn't pink. You know, it isn't light anymore. It's dark. It almost looks like twilight, but the sky is like a bright red shade. It's not quite midnight, but it's close. The haze that almost covered the area from obscuring your vision outside is closing in. It almost looks like thick fog that is slowly engulfing everything. Time is running out. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so let, let me let me get this this straight. So, there's everybody brought a different item to this seance, which I mean, I cannot. I get like, of course, Felicity would go to the seance because, of course, she would. She was always the one for the drama. But okay, other than that, she went. To, so everybody brought an item to the seance, and from what we heard from, and I'm sorry, did you tell me that you happened to do magic? Because, and yet you're an actual wizard? Because if so, I definitely want to, you know, make sure that I get your address and give you a call, um, uh, you know, your call upon you after this uh, event, because I have many questions about the concept of magic and, and what that exists in this in this natural world. But our magician here has said that if we gather 
those items back, we might get a way out of this. Did I get what everybody just talked about right? Essentially, yes. We all shrug. Yeah, yeah. we all kind of shrug, and I very lovingly go, wizard boy, are are they right? Accent gone. Yeah, the accent (laughs) is completely gone. It's the best chance we've got. All right, so if I'm... If I'm understanding this correctly, does everybody still have their items? Like, we've been through fights, we've been through monsters and ghosts and sudden sibling disappearances. Well, Norma technically does not have hers, because hers hurts her. So whoever ripped it off of her, I would assume, has it. Well, I have your locket. I uh, took it off after that whole uh, incident, so just keep that safe here with me. I'm not letting go of this book. Rightfully so. Alexander? He'll kind of thumb the necklace with the ring. Okay, for some reason I thought the item was the picture of your family, and I was like, are we going to have to go to the fucking <laughs> no. shadow realm no. to get I this I totally back? just added that in just to twist the knife. <laughs> and Albrecht? Uh, he'll pull the book out of his uh, bag. All right, so two books, two necklaces... Well, One's a ring. wedding ring. Yeah, it's the ring is the item. Yeah. Got you, got you. It's hers, so he keeps it on a necklace. Three months. And Atticus, yours was the list. Yes. Right? Okay, so we have everything except for mine. My other... So, from what I understand, what I've, what I've gathered from what you all have said, that this is gonna... This, 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 um... This burgundy mid... Mid uh uh evening, what was it called? Burgundy evening, um, uh, crim- crimson midnight. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Thank you, my dear. The, the the crimson midnight. Um, that 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 this these item that that was how this this whole thing started, and that so that's how that's is gonna end. But how do we kill? Does this does this kill that thing? No, this would be our escape out. Well, I'm not leaving. And I'm not giving this book up until we do. We we don't know really who it was that we were communing with during the first seance. We have an idea, and there is a lot of different voices happening there, but I wonder, could we ask? Could we go to the board and and with all of our items see who it was that we were talking to and see if they know how to kill these demons? Or is that too risky? I mean, it's something. I'll be honest, I don't really... Couldn't hurt. Mm -hmm. I mean, look outside. It's as red as the wizard boy is magical. (laughs) This is a Emily, not a Felix thing. Um, Atticus, aren't you a demon hunter? Uh, I mean, he's a yeah, he demon. Look, no Keep one said he was a good demon hunter. I was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at the situation we're in. I was wondering, as you're like, like I don't know. How do we kill this demon? I mean, Felix would know this, but me, Emily, sitting here like, pretty sure someone on our team knows how to kill demons. Yeah, but no one, no one likes Atticus. <laughs> you know, that's fair. Atticus is probably our most sus character at the moment. Yeah. And has done Even nothing to try and rectify that. I need that <laughs> I need that established. Also, complete side note, I was trying so hard not to laugh at you, Jen, for sitting in your <laughs> chair holding yeah, your mic like, like you were taking a dick pic. 
You guys were going back and forth, and I'm like, let me pop a squat. Yeah, just over here vibing. Um, okay, I, I think I have a, a, a story way that we can bring some of this stuff to light. <laughs> um, so we may not know who it was that we were communing with. We may not know entirely what the results are, but it's the best chance that we've got. The only thing that I can think of is if we are able to break these contracts. Does anyone here know anything about contracts? <laughs> I'd say I do, but I signed all of mine without reading them. And that's how I ended up in this mess. Well, I never made a contract. I'm, I don't have a contract either. No, some of you, it, it wasn't you. I'm an asterisk. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. I think mine said, I have one yeah. note written where it says, like, interesting party or something. Interesting. Because we have a list. You have the and list. And this list is binding fucking a lot of Fucking look at the list. I look at the list, but it's been three fucking months. I don't remember <laughs> what's on the goddamn list. I'll tell you what's on the list. Then tell me, almighty oh dungeon master. <laughs> uh, copyright gamekeeper. Keeper of the crypt. Voice from the sky. Ghost host. <clears throat> Tell me, gamekeeper. Call me ghost host. <laughs> All right, ghost host with the most toast. Go on. <laughs> Eddie looks at the list. And on the list is, as it was before, where on one side, on the right-hand side, it's a list of names that now you recognize as, you know, of the more biblical sense. They're, they're names that you know are, um, you know, demons as well. And you can see, like, a few of them even say, like, Scratch. On the left side, it says certain names. Some of them are some of the people in this party. Some are ones that are related. Some are just strangers you've never heard before. It's a list that isn't directly owned by those who are there. In the center between them is a little blurb about what is, what is being solidified between the two. So... You can see, in this case, on the left-hand side, Felicity's parents' names. On the very right side, the name of a demon. Kevin. <laughs> Canonical. <laughs> Canonical, Kevin. Canonical, Kevin. And then on the right-hand side is the name of a demon, and in between it is uh, basically firstborn in exchange for fertile land. So in this case, originally... As you remember from the first time you had seen the list, all the way back in Atticus's mind, uh, where it had been uh, firstborn and then it had been Felix's name on top, as if to, you know, substitute, that is now fully gone. Now it is in the same unending sentence of that deal. The rest that you look upon everybody else, those who made contracts, are there. I think the thing with, with that was that it was like, because Felicity's parents had, like, the, there was an original deal that was the firstborn. And then Felicity's parents had altered the deal to instead of be the firstborn, it was Felix. But then Felicity undid that, so now it's no longer edited. Yes. I think it was like the... the it's like a scratch yes. out on a scratch out on a scratch out. Yeah. It, it mm -hmm. basically, the scratch out has been erased now that the original contract... Mr. Scratch developed. no more. Ha ha ha. Why is called Kevin. Why is called, called Kevin. So... Call it pattern recognition. 
but I feel that every single time we've gotten close to getting one of our items, we've seen some form of demon or demon pimp to demon wares. I, there's always something that comes up. They have to be trying to stop us. They have to be trying to prevent us from this. And whether or not it kills them still remains to be seen, but I think our best bet is to get all the items. And we are so dangerously close. Felix sort of looks up and says, I don't think that's good enough for me. I need some amount of, of guarantee or proof or evidence or something that this is going to do any harm, right? Because otherwise, right, the other option, you have this, this list and all of these deals, right? This is probably some sort of currency or fuel or something that, you know, maybe it's they don't want us to escape because they don't want a precious resource to go by. I don't think it, that doesn't necessarily mean it will hurt or it will kill them. I want to know how I can make this person who hurt my sister die. And like I said, I am not giving you my book until we have something for that. Atticus, if finding my item brings them out, what are our odds? So I've personally never been in a situation this dire. My job usually involves stopping the terms from being made. And uh, I've never actually broken a contract before, so I don't really know the mechanisms behind that. But I think that's going to be our best bet. We're going to need some extra supernatural help here. Because we fought the, the ghost that was puppeteering Norma at one point. We did damage to that one, didn't we? Uh, Felix wants to look at Albrecht and says, Can I take a look at your th this you said it was a spell book uh of a sorts yes i can i see if there's anything demon relate can i just I'm, I'm good with can i just flip through check the index for demons real quick felix is the only one who knows how to fucking read can i bust out the dewey decimal <laughs> real quick <laughs> can i i want to do um i'm trying to think about the the move uh, if there's a move for this it's i guess investigate a yeah. mystery yeah, um I actually roll some goddamn dice in this game <laughs> oh, roll, yeah. roll some yeah, dice we have that. dice oh, wait, it's a tabletop yeah. you just use your moves <laughs> first roll of the episode i want to investigate a mystery to see if there's something like in the book that would help us kill the demon okay that there's this is this is the best i got guys if this doesn't work i don't know oh god come on good dice um that's a seven just barely enough right for a sharp yeah. investigative mystery a seven yeah. so nice. it is as you flip through the book it is written in latin it's written in latin well. however you can understand you can at least know what's going on. You can't read it fully, um, but you can at least flip through where you know that you get to a page about, you know, demonology. It is the Book of Faust. It is the ultimate book of knowledge. Shout out to me for reading the fucking story again, because I was like, Don't oh, I know this is... The back. I would like to pat well, myself on the back. Shout out to Jen for reading. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, reading Rainbow. <laughs> Thank you, viewers, for listening as Drew bullies me. Like <laughs> <laughs> LeVar Burton over here. I try to make a nice, fun story for my friends. I want them to have fun. 
And I get it. Hey, <laughs> we are having fun. Thank you for making this story. Yes. You know what? Norma heals a point. Yeah, thank you for making the story, <laughs> but fuck you for reading. Norma gets Research. A, that's, a can, that's a canonical point bag of health. Fuck you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, okay. Roll for gratefulness. <laughs> uh, mine's negative. Would you, would you be surprised that my report cards in school said pleasure to have in class? <laughs> Not a little bit. Teacher kiss ass? <laughs> okay, mine said enthusiastic, oh, and I feel like that says a lot. Yeah, I never said that I was a fair DM. I said that I was a DM. <laughs> so you read the book. Yeah, so, okay, the Book of Faust. It is the, so book, of the book of Faust. So... It is the book of knowledge, so everything is in there. It is in Latin, um, but you, Felix can at least, you can at least understand that, like, all right, this is where I need to go. You see uh, elegant drawings of different demons. You see a script written about specific areas that they deal in. You know what part you need to get to. The pages uh, that describe what you're talking about. You see an image of a planchette and a rather old, almost completely outdated from what the rest of you saw earlier, a uh, Ouija board. You cannot read it, though. You know who can read it. The person who had the book. <laughs> I immediately turned to Albrecht and I'm like, can you... Can you translate this? I mean, I, I, can, I can see a few of the root words. You know, I've only been taking Latin for a few years now, so I'm not nearly, you know, as proficient as you might be. But I would love to, you know, again, I really would like to love to call on you after this to, to really pick your brain. But, but can you, for, for now and these purposes, um, be able to read this book? <laughs> that is very much Felicity's run. It's <laughs> <laughs> uncanny. Um, I'll work a little unsure. We'll be... Uh... We'll reach out to grab the book and be like, uh, yes, sure. And then, you know, start running his fingers across the pages and then relays the information because I certainly don't know Latin. Yeah, I'm going to say. Wonderful. Thank you. As you trace the pages, it the ink text almost begins to, like, glow a little bit. Almost like this very, very, very faint red hue. And there you said to the others that the one thing that all folklore has really gotten right about over the eons is their main goal is to make deals, to gather the souls of those who are foolish enough to take them up on that offer. You see there that there are some demons who specialize in certain types of deals almost. Um, it's almost equivalent to real-life businesses in a way. Where it's like, all right, this is a person that is responsible for this. And you can see that they all report to the same man. A man Kevin. who has been... Sorry. That's <laughs> Kevin! Kevin! I'll let that one slide. Kevin and his ledger. Sorry, I'm... Jen, I'm sorry, but... Sure, fine. So, so it's like real-life business. Yeah, yeah, real life business. It's equivalent to that where you can almost see that certain sections uh, are responsible. Like certain demon heads are like almost specified into one area, but they all report to the same boss. A man who has never had a description because there really is no description for them. They wear the only things that are known are that they wear a crown of darkness and shadow. 
their eyes watching you, waiting for you to do whatever desire fueled your greed and ignorance. Some call him the devil. Some, Lucifer, some call him Satan. He prefers a rather unassuming of name, especially within the newer ages of Mr. Scratch. I'm waiting for I saw him start to like. Mm. Yeah, just waiting for the time. It's what a very name unassuming name. Very. Also, not surprising at all that capitalism exists in hell. Yeah, I was just gonna you say know. you you can decide whether or not to keep this in, but did you really Brennan Lee Mulligan us and make capitalism the bad guy? Yes. <laughs> hell is really just a waiting line at the DMV. Uh, corporate America oh. is the big bad. Honestly, always. Yeah. So. Albrecht, you, you read fully, and you get to the part of, that almost seems like hastily written. The rest of the book is in rather fine uh, script, but this part is a bit more rushed, slanted. You can tell it was a later edition where they had written, whether it be Faust or another person foolish enough to take the book. There are many ways that they tell you to get rid of a midnight. They are lies. The only way is to end it the way that you began. Do it quickly. I do not know if this is salvation, but it is the quickest way. It is the clearest of hypothesis to breathe another day. May God be with you. And if not, I will see you within the pits of hell. That was not helpful. That was not helpful. That did not tell us how to kill a demon. Hellfire. Hellfire. Well, I mean, I don't don't think you can kill the devil. God have mercy on her. The devil. I mean... I almost did a su- I almost did a southern accent like to to like to mirror off yours. No, I feel like it's not southern. That was I not mean, southern at all. Well, what the, whatever did. your drawl, your drawl. I'm sorry. <laughs> I um, lost it. I'm making it up. You're trying your best. Um, but uh, that doesn't. You you under you like do you does anybody else understand like the 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 conundrum I am faced with here? Right, like it's it's not. It doesn't feel. Word like it. I don't, it doesn't seem worth it to just leave, right? Because what good does that do? Because then, you know, this, this person, this thing, this, this devil will just go on and, and make a deal with somebody else and somebody else is going to have to lose something, right? Like us leaving, what's the point? This might be a dumb, like, out of game question. Is there... Is there a goal for having us here? Is it just to collect on the debts of the collective people? Or is there like a, a bigger thing that we're waiting for in the final episode that you can't tell us? No. Because you saying what is the point? I was just like, wait, what? Actually, why are we here? Uh, I was here well, talking to my wife. Yeah. Remember the seance when one of you had the bright idea to break the fucking table and the board <laughs> when the sisters were starting to rain back? Okay, so we fucked it up. You we're, fucked we're here it on up. Our own yeah, yeah, yeah okay. we totally caused that it. That makes sense. Yeah. So we are squatters. <laughs> yeah, I want you to know something. This is a meta level, and maybe you know what? To put this in at the finale afterwards, 
This this was recorded on September 17th. <laughs> the year of our Lord, 2023. I, I Baldur's Gated this shit where, like, if Yous had just kind of let them do their thing, this would have been finished. The sisters were beginning to get control back, as, you know, the elites they are. <laughs> and then one of you had the bright fucking idea to break the goddamn board. You're welcome. <laughs> Episode six. It was secretly Norma's fault. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the point. Is literally you got yourself in this shit. God damn it! Okay. Do we realize this? That's a better question. Probably not. Can can we read a bad situation to want, see if yeah, we cause this? I want. I want Norma to read a bad situation okay. real quick. <laughs> Yeah, as if this is all her fault, <laughs> she's gonna have. Am I the baddie? Am I, the baddie? I, I, I also have a more accurate way we could probably get out of this, but we'll follow up with this. I want to see what Norma's reaction is. That is. That is a nine. As soon as uh, Felix says this, just like, you know, why are we here? Norma, the memory of the board being broken, you start to. Let something sink in. What was the point? Was the point specific towards you? Or, and that creepy feeling is starting to like flood your cheeks to be a bright, embarrassing red. Did this just happen because you all were just as foolish as the book said? Where not only did you make a deal, but your greed brought you back to the table where the deals could be read yet again. Was this something of your own doing? The rest of you can visibly see her face flooding red. Eddie backs up because he's afraid of Wolf Norma Fair. <laughs> coming back. Are, are, are you, miss, are, are you okay? It's all, it's all my fault. <laughs> it's all my fault. We were never supposed to be here. We were just going to talk to our loved ones. I was just going to talk. And you, you, you just asked why we're all here. It's all my fault. I caused this. I broke the board. I thought it would release the sisters. I thought it would fix everything. But I damned us instead. I damned Felicity. It's all my fault again. It's all my fault again. Felix just puts, like, sort of, an, like, kind of awkwardly, because, like, she does, like, kind of awkwardly, like, pat, pat. Like, it's <laughs> like, pat, pat. Puts, an, puts a hand on. Hand you hand. did what you thought was best. Play the hand you dealt. Eddie would like to roll on a hunch. Go on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll a different set of dice, because that was not even a <laughs> D12. <laughs> What was like, that? You're I just... got an 18. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> the devil dies. <laughs> this is how we killed that yeah. there. We, we, guys, we, we got it. We figured so, it out. So a hunch would be a 9 plus sharp. That's a 10. My hunch is that if it was just Norma's fault, they wouldn't be trying to kill all of us. Your hunch is correct. It almost... In a way that you feel it, but you know that you can't even tell if it's a true feeling, the list that you swiped off of Atticus seems to burn in your pocket. And then suddenly your 
we're starting to piece it together. The list was there. A person who was chosen to actually be a sacrifice for a family was there. A man holding a book he was not aware is listed in fables and warnings was there. A man who witnessed one of the most gruesome of deals being made is there. And you, someone who doesn't even really understand the true extent of their contract, was there. This was the most of unfaithful meetings. It was the culmination of you all coming there because you could not leave the dead where they lay and pushing the boundaries of what really mortals should deal with. It, sadly, was bad luck. But wait a minute. Every single time that we've tried to get one of our items back, we've been met with the utmost opposition. They're not trying to just kill us. They're trying to get our things from us at any cost. This is the most intelligent thing Eddie will say the entire campaign. <laughs> Eddie snaps back. Where was I? <laughs> yeah, right. Eddie, Eddie snaps yeah, back to reality. Baxter, like vision. I get, but 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 my my understanding is though, right? That the items are our way out. So the reason they're protecting the items is so that we can't leave. I don't know if there's any inherent benefit. I mean, th this is just a book. Like this is just a like. Can I um, investigate my copy, my Sherlock Holmes book, to see if I notice anything, like, special or weird or crazy or different about it? I want Albrecht to roll Investigate a Mystery. Okay. Ooh. Tasty. This is sharp, right? Yes. I start looking, and Albrecht is like, oh. <laughs> he gets a brain blast Maybe now. Should... The brain blast is traveling. That would be a nine. You start to get kind of an idea of where Eddie is going. You immediately open the book once more. You you flip through the pages like to read about the demons and such, but you also, as you go there, go to... You start looking for any word of the Crimson Midnight. But as you read before, they just call it the Midnight. You start going there and you scour the pages till you find it. There you see a, just a little blurb of the Midnight. And from there can't really decipher what they're saying, but you do remember from before the seance even began the warning that the sisters gave you about how once the clock runs out, they claim you as well. Fresh souls for their dealings with none of the work on their end being done. These are flies that have just wandered into their trap and they want to reap the reward. Do you see something, boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alric? Hold on, let him cook. <laughs> the, the light bulb that's flickering. Yeah. Yeah. We are in the kitchen after all. There's a burnt towel somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. There is a burnt towel. <laughs> it's like it's still no, on fire. <laughs> like, no, no, it's not. It's smoldering in the corner. Yeah, it, yeah, it's smoldered now. Felix, why is there a pile of ash in the, uh, in the corner? Eddie, don't. <laughs> Ask. Don't talk about <laughs> it. Ask Don't ask about the frying pan shaped dent in Albrecht's forehead. <laughs> One of my two harm. Yes. <laughs> anyway.
So if if we don't get out here, they they get what they want. They get stronger. They they get us, our souls. We have to get out. I understand wanting to kill them, but staying here only helps. I think Eddie has a better idea. <laughs> Does Eddie say this? <laughs> No, yes, Eddie says yes. this out loud. Third person. <laughs> Remember, I'm a radio host. I speak in the third person. <laughs> Eddie has an idea. Go on. Do I need to roll for this? No, you or can do say, I say the idea? You can just say the idea. If the rest of the views can decide if you want to go with the idea, and then if that's the case, Eddie, you can manipulate players. Fair. If I'm understanding this correctly. If we run out of time, we're here forever. And if we're here forever, they get the items that they want. I think we're the items. I don't think the items are important. I think we're important. Well, I definitely shouldn't have that list. They've been looking for for one. (laughs) Small Victorian child, I love you. However, (laughs) however, I think the book of infinite knowledge is slightly more important than your dead sister. No. Oh. I'm just gonna pop a squat again. <laughs> Everyone takes a step back. Um, I think that I should like. I mean, Felix already has a zero tough, but I think that he fucking swings at. Uh, he takes Wrong. a moment. He thinks. I think this is what happens. Felix looks at him, and he looks at him, and he kind of breathes, and like pauses for a moment and like really thinks about it and then goes for the swing. I don't think it's an instinctual. I think it's a he tries to talk himself out of it and then do- isn't able to. Um, so roll I'm gonna some kicks of ass. Roll some kicks of ass on punching Can him I in the face. Shake a flannin. Shake a flannin. Yeah, sharp a flamingo. Fucking Felix is gonna shake a flannin. It's a seven because I have zero tough. So that's... Alright, then, okay, now Eddie, you can roll for act under pressure. 10. Oh. Oh, you swing with the power of a Victorian child. <laughs> He's 18! <laughs> the power of a with weak 18 year old Victorian child. Okay, okay. In the power of the, an 18 year old man <laughs> who has been dead for a year. Thank you. You just your fist has more power than the rest of your body. It just takes Eddie to like step a bit back and you just go tumbling to the floor. I immediately help Felix up. Thank you. I think he, he, he looks at this. Thank you. Um, uh, th- thank you, miss. But um, he, uh, and then he looks back at, Fe- uh, at Eddie and is like, I apologize for letting the anger take the best of me. However, I do believe that you were out of line. And that was not the point that I was trying to make. The point I was trying to make was about exactly what the book said. If you were listening to what the wizard had just told us, you were saying that we are the prizes. Our souls that have wandered in to their flytrap is what they want. Yes, I'm sure this book is nice and important. And yes, I'm sure that this list is like, you know, this whatever list that you're talking about happens to be important, right? But I think that in terms of what we're going for is that we are important. And therefore, the items is our ticket out of here. So if they take away the ticket, then therefore we cannot leave. I don't think that my Sherlock Holmes book Happens to be, you know, something that the this this Kevin particularly cares about. And you might be right. You might be. However, if we are what they want and we have a ticket out, I have a plan. We have to hold what they want for ransom. That is how we're going to get 
our head honcho, Mr. Scratch Kevin himself, in front of us. That is how we're going to get every single one of them in the same room. And if a seance is what got us here, and a broken seance at that, then a perfect seance can make all of this go away. It's a risky plan. This Mr. Scratch, he's a pretty devious person. <laughs> he's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I checked, even the Book of Infinite Knowledge had no idea what to do. I'm not hearing any better ideas. I don't think we need to ransom the items, but if we try and get out, I think he'll try and stop us himself. Only one way to find out. First, we need to we get need the your last item. item. Will you all accompany me to the basement? That sounded creepier than I meant to be. <laughs> Come play with me. I was thinking of uh, when me and you worked at our internship and you were editing audio for an Edgar Allan Poe uh, audio book or whatever, <laughs> and we just were going crazy. Just one day she accompanied me to the one day she accompanied me. <laughs> for, for background on this, this, is a complete side note, and you do not have to keep this in the episode. I was reading... Uh, what was it? Uh, the one with the f heart and the floorboards. Oh, Telltale Tell Heart. Heart. Yeah. Telltale yeah. Tell Heart. And there's one line that was read by <laughs> Sir Christopher yeah. Lee, um, where he says, "One day she accompanied me to the cellar." But it had a rhythm. But I accidentally hit loop during recording, and it just started going. One day she accompanied me to the one day. She accompanied me to the one day. She accompanied me to the. I'm just gonna have a random Edgar Allan Poe remix for every <laughs> single season now. We'll find a way. I don't know how we're gonna do it for season two, which <laughs> you could say we'll find a Raven way. Oh! I think we just found the name of the side series. Amazing. Nevermore. <laughs> Nevermore. All right, you Edgar Allan Hoes, let's go to the basement. <laughs> uh, before we go. Alex will pull out his knife and kind of hold it to Magic Boy, like loose. Like, can you do what you did to my pistol? I'll give it a shot. And... Yeah, are we just all going to pack a punch our shit with Albrecht right we now? Have, we yeah. have a frail Victorian uh, child eight. with no weapons. So that, that was going to be my question is... Um, <laughs> does it does it work? Jack, I need you to bless this man's fists. Uh, bless these hands. No, I was gonna say like I I'm like I'm guessing that like um Felicity's uh pocket knife or all like her pocket purse like went with her like yep. I don't think she you put have it down. nothing you but, don't have shoes. no 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 but I think she had she was holding a silver candlestick at one point that she had picked up. And I think it's not outside the realm of possibility that she would have set that down. Yeah, but you didn't grab it. Can I go grab it? <laughs> go grab one of the ones from the up Another BRB. floor? Yeah. yeah you want, you, well, you want first, to... does, the ma does the magic work on the knife? What, what were you trying to do, Albrecht? Uh, what did we do last time? I think we did, like, holy you, magic. You yeah. made the gun holy. Yeah, so I rolled an eight. Whatever you, that gives us. You put the same enchantment, but the the weariness of basically the entire day mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is starting to weigh on you where the charm is not as strong as it was prior. You do bless it, but the 
Blessing will not hold. That additional damage of strike will just be for the first time that it makes contact with an enemy. Good enough. And Alex will, like, flip it in his hands and pass it to Felix. Oh. Oh. Um. Is he got a knife, no shoes? <laughs> no shoes. Um. A knife, no shoes, and a honk shoe. Fucking goblin mode over I here. Think, <laughs> I think Felix looks at it and, like, looks back at him, and he kind of, like, I think he holds it, like, um, this is a spoon, but it's, like, I feel like he holds it kind of, like, Daintily. <laughs> I think Kalosi has ever... never held a weapon. Yeah. Doesn't know where to put it because he's wearing fucking pajamas. Well, I'm not going to give him a... That's like giving a toddler a gun. <laughs> he's got no pockets. He's got no pockets. I think, I think he's got no pockets. No I think it's pockets, like, it's no like the shoes. Most, the most he's ever done is he's probably like, you know, helped... Like, he's probably chopped a few things, but like chopping is very different than like... Yeah, but you know how to hold it by chopping. Uh, kind of. You so he's holding it like a knife. I think Just... he like. I think he holds it and then he kind of like adjusts it to like how he would chop something and then he like. Tr- That's so funny. He, he pretends to do some stabby motions, but they just look like chops. And it's like, no, you go this way. Yeah, Alex will like correct him like the grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of nods and says, "Thank, thank you, sir." That's special. I want it back. Okay. Felix doesn't know about the jacket or the photo, so he's like, oh, okay, of course. Like, You Andersons keep stealing my shit. <laughs> I want you to roll act under pressure because I want to see where you put the knife. Okay. This is, this not is just go well. from me. Um, let me pull up. I would um, think he would just hold it. He's going to hold I, it in I the booty know, cheek. But th- I know, but I want him to feel so bad. Um, is act under pressure uh, cool? Yeah. Then that's an eight. Okay. You you know from books that it should go like in like a pocket or like a hill or something, but you don't have one. But like you're already committed to the movement, so you just kind of like tear it through like the clothes, <laughs> so that way it's a little hole, and the knife is just in the hole. <laughs> seems, oh my god! Um, I, I think he does that, and he looks at it. He goes, "Oh." It's like it's in there. Like it, it's it's a hole that you like punctured, so you can just keep it in there. But, like, it's clearly not what you should have done. Just, like, nods and just pats and just, like... Just, just hold it. Just hold it. <laughs> so no, no, I, I'm I probably not. gonna use it. Just hold it. I'm just picturing the Polar Express kid with a hole in his goddamn robe. <laughs> just a massive knife wound on the side. That's what I was so hoping. <laughs> um, is this All right, so, so Felix got a blade. All right. Ugh. This is your time to like get shit like ready. I don't even remember what weapons I have. Can I grab a towel and wrap a cut to use a first aid kit to heal? Yes, I will allow you to to wrap the wound. Felix will help you. How's that? That'll be a thank you for the knife. He helps you wrap up the wound. Aw, bonding. Jen, did I ever get my knife back after the normal fight? No. No, oh, Felicity probably stole it. Shit. Yeah, Felicity took it. Anything that's missing, Felicity has. Yeah, Felicity <laughs> debuffs the entire fucking. No, team. it went into a wall. I think. I think it did go to a wall, actually. And then what floor oh, were we on? Are we close enough floor. that I can grab that on the way down? We no. were on the second floor with all that stuff. We're on the first, and we have to go to the basement. Shit, I don't want to go all the way back up. Yeah. 
That's a whole different arc. You can look around the kitchen. You're still in a kitchen. There's knives in the kitchen. Can I look around the kitchen and find that random long rifle that I had in my equipment? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by the way. That has just been on your person. I've had it this whole time? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I was wondering fuck. why you didn't use it. The same thing with like the dagger and other stuff you just like pulled out. Does someone want a long gun? <laughs> how, about, how about like like it was like one of those like things that's like displayed on one of those guns that's like yeah hung yeah. Out. We'll say that and we'll say that for down. this one. I have yeah. a hunting rifle. Wonderbus looking ass. Um, actually, Fe- Felix actually like would trades you out the knife. Is like I've actually been hunting. Like well, just for the I'm- sake of you know sorry relevance because you you. You had these weapons. Fucking Atticus came in with a like a javelin. <laughs> like, yeah, but it was like in a cane and he was. Yeah, we we know about the spear. You you've had this. So just for the sake of it, because you just remember, you know, you look around the kitchen. There is like, like a, like a rifle that is displayed over a door that you can grab. Um. Well, but the knife is holy and the gun isn't. And the holy, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know. The gun is holy in a different way. But the gun can make someone holy. Yeah. It's true. Look, whoever takes the rifle, the other person gets the knife. Does anybody else not have a weapon other than me? Because I think everybody else has weapons is the problem. My my claws and my bite are my weapon. Yeah, you can turn. I have my gun. I have a, I have a Albrecht moment to, to throw his way. I got my holy gun. Can I just take both? You also do spot the frying pan that once hit Albert in the car. Yes, I'm so glad you picked up on this when I said throw it his way. Albrecht, in honor of our newly, minorly cordial friendship, would you do me the honor of blessing this blunt object? The holy frying pan. Under the guise that I promise it will never turn upon you or your forehead again. Or like you rub your forehead, but like there is a bruise. The slight dent. There's like an egg bump. <laughs> yeah, you got. Yeah, I, you I got. I myself a Looney Tunes unicorn That gave me a big egg bump on my forehead. I would think a frying pan would do more. Yeah, you have quite a noticeable lump on your head that, like, the others are just nicely not pointing out. All right. Yeah, Norma's got like blood around her mouth from biting uh, Ed, so she's not gonna yeah. judge. Yeah. Uh, he'll, he'll take it. Um, above table, as part of this enchantment, if it ever gets thrown at Albrecht, can I have it so that it just boomerangs and hits Eddie instead? Yes, it does. All right. <laughs> Assuming I, I can actually do this. Yeah. Bet. Is this worth a point of luck? You can use luck. Oh. Well, How much luck points do you got? So is a condition. Um... Mm-hmm. What is the condition for luck? It's something about like a magical institution within your world will investigate. Well, how many luck points have you used? Um, one. You should be fine. Got two episodes left. Yeah. yeah. True. You know what? Sure. Let's give Eddie the, the seven luck. Fucking all or nothing. Yeah. There we go. All right, Jen. What are what are my what are my stats for my now holy golden frying pan? <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> seasoned. <laughs> Perfectly a season walk. <laughs> it upgrades to a walk. Yeah, it upgrades and to I, a walk. <laughs> I just need like a. Doom. Does the frying pan have an indent of Albrecht's yes. face? Yeah, so it has. Oh there's a little bit, like, it's not on the inside, but like on the outside where it made contact. You can feel that there's like. It, there's an indent. Concave. 
He's a hard-headed man. Yeah. Base-wise, it's a one. So this would you get two points of okay, hit damage. Two close yeah. hand. Yeah. Remember, the close hand is just a descriptor for you to understand, rather than Am like. Am I allowed to yeah. say it's throwable still? Yep. Throwable. Yeah, you can throw it. I think it's important. I think Felix grabs the the hunting rifle and also kind of like slowly trudges over to Albrecht and is like, "I really don't understand how your magic works, and I'm sorry, but I want to I want to learn. I'm going to call upon you to, to chop, figure chop, that out, magic but, um, boy. Um, but I, I was just, I mean, I if you're too, if there's something about like there's a certain amount of like a wellspring or or if you have a certain amount of times that you can or or the concept of mana, like I totally would understand, but I would greatly appreciate it if you could bless this so that I can shoot the concept of mana. Why the fuck does the this is Diablo. Pop up, take a pot. Come on. <laughs> I, okay, this is this is a little side thing about Felix that I kind of have in my own brain is that he's like studying to be like like he's like a naturalist. So he's like I like he he loves like that's kind of how he's he's the kind of kid who has, who as a kid had always would have like a frog in his pocket. Um, what? So I think he's probably like he would go catch frogs. I go back and, to that. <laughs> anyways, um, I have that headcanon. Um, but so I I like this idea that he's very fascinated in the concept of the natural world and so the idea of like magics was also probably something he read about so he probably read the word mana in a book like once and so that's why it's like the concept of mana <laughs> i like um, the concept of mana but uh but anyways no um, it's like i don't know uh anyways but um would it be possible if, for you to potentially bless this guy uh yeah i'll give it a shot uh i guess a question for the dm like, yeah is he running into any sort of uh, barriers while trying to do this? You're you're growing more tired. I want to okay. say that you're growing more tired. So internally, if you get like a seven to a nine, you're, there's going to be more of a caveat. Like, mm, okay. Whereas typically, it, typically with a spell slinger, if it's a seven to nine, it kind of works, but there's like a magical like repercussion. Mm-hmm. This you're growing more tired, so it's going to be like it doesn't work anymore. Or it's not as effective as it would be. Um, Felix ra- raises the other half of his sandwich. He's like, you can have the other half of my sandwich if that'll help replenish your, your mana. Felix made All a right. full fucking sandwich in limbo. Sandwich. <laughs> no, we went to the kitchen so we could have a snack. I know. It's just the fact that during this, he made a full fucking sandwich. It's just it's a sandwich. Did he use the knife to make it? Oh, shit. <laughs> Holy sandwich. Stabs the gun. (laughs) If my knife gets used to make a sandwich, I'm popping off shots. (laughs) You're about to roll for your third character. I thought you were saying, can you use the knife to make the gun more holy and like pass the holiness from the knife to the gun? And I was like, that's a great idea. What if you tape the knife to the gun? Make a bayonet. He actually... Felix will probably do that. Anyways. <laughs> Make a bayonet in an apartment building. This is a manor. Thank you very much. Tully ho, lads. That's a manor. <laughs> One of them has a spear. Like, this is not yeah. that far off. Yeah, it's, 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 has his spear. it's Atticus, so I feel like it's a kind of a short spear. <laughs> I re- I'm, I'm sitting down again, wow. viewers. And that'll be dick joke number 73 of this yeah, season. I'm just, I'm just enjoying That's the outside world. Um... It'll be like, I feel like the Atticus will like be slowly wrapping this knife, like to the, like, he'll like tear off, you know, a piece of like a towel or something. He'll use, he'll use another towel and he'll wrap it up. He's like, I read about this in a book about the Boer Wars. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but no, but the good, the blessed, the good, the blessed, the blessed, right. the thing. Let's see how this goes. I mean, 
this is the final boss. We all should get our shit blessed. Yeah. Um, eight. What do you you wanted to bless it like you did the others, right? Yeah. Um, again, the fatigue is like overwhelming you where it it will work for about like one shot. Like it's not going to be repetitive. So he blesses the bullet. He blesses basically <laughs> he he blesses the bullet, basically. However, it's like it because it's a uh like hunting shotgun, right? Mm-hmm. The hunting rifle. Hunting rifle. I thought it was like a yield musket. To harm far and loud. Oh yes. fuck me, yes. Yeah, right. so it's going to just be like one shot. Uh so you get only plus one. Mm-hmm. Um and then the rest of it, yeah. I'll take it. I'm super excited. And just because I think it'll be funny, Alexander will take off like his like one of his gun belts for the rifle bullets and give it to Felix. So he's kind of got like a bandolier over the honk shoe pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, guys. Thanks. Jen, while everybody's doing this, can I roll for that secret thing I want to do? Yes, you can. And see if anybody notices. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That is an 11. And I don't know what I would add to that, but. So while the rest of you are equipping, Eddie, you kind of take a step back. Take a step back towards one of the corners. Oh, you're leaving without us. No. No, no, no. Just, just kind of a ways from where you were. Very much, you know, carefully focusing on getting ready for the final battle. Hmm. And uh, kind of while, like, I was working through, plus everything, you take the book without him noticing. Whose book? The book of Faust. Oh, okay. I would assume he would kind of notice, like, soon yeah, after. Yeah, can we, like, roll to see if any of us notice? Mm. He rolled an 11, I mean. You rolled oh, an 11. Yeah, you right. uh, yeah, rolled an 11. And, uh, Eddie, what do you do with the book? Simply tuck it away on my person. And again, none of you know any of this. Mm-hmm. I tuck it away in my person and just very, very discreetly take the list that I was previously reading and tuck it in almost like a bookmark in between. As it goes, Jen, if I may DM the DM uh, uh, ever so slightly. <gasps> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, nah, as it goes through a small tearing sound may or may not be heard. Up to you, Jen, if you want to let them roll to see if they hear it. Well, Norma with her wolf ears. <laughs> Norma. Yeah, very, 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 very slight. It's almost like you're, you're tearing a post-it hearing. note. So, Norma, you can roll. What can I roll? You're tearing a post-it. I want you to roll investigate a mystery. Eddie is being mysterious. Oh. And you cannot use luck. That is... Uh, that was... That's a plus sharp. So that is a... That's a Dirty 12. Oh, shit. I wish to roll to manipulate somebody. <laughs> well, let's see what she says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you hear a tearing noise, and when you turn, you see that it's coming from Eddie. What do you do? Well, do so I don't see, like, him tucking the book. I just you see, see him kind of, like, fiddling with something. In, ruffling. Yeah, like, ruffling. But you hear a distinct page tear. God, that would make sense. <laughs> the one chooses the wizard. 
I know. And the wand should mind their own fucking business. <laughs> if you didn't steal. You don't know that. You just know. I, I only hear this the is, I only hear yet. The, what do you do? So you're just ruffling with your pocket. I guess she would she would ask uh, is is the list alright? I heard a little rip. Eddie roll manipulate. No luck. I can't luck. Can't luck. Fuck. No okay. luck. Is there any modifiers to that? I want to know before I try to bless manipulate, my dice. Manipulate, I believe it's charm. So yeah, manipulate's charm. That is an 11 plus charm. That is a dirty 12. You keep the most stoic of faces as you just lay it may off. I, may I lie? <laughs> By all means, lie your ass off. Oh, uh, paper? No, 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 no. The, the, the frying pan. <laughs> that was just blessed. You <laughs> no, see, it's chair, very heavy. Yeah. It's very heavy, and my belt simply couldn't take the weight. I had to adjust one of my straps. Mama, you believe it. Feeling bad about how she assumed with the rumor and attacked him. I think she's attacked him twice now. She's, yeah, she's gonna believe you really, it. <laughs> you really one on purpose like, and one not on purpose. Yeah, you've really, like, fucked up Eddie. It's amazing I'm still alive. Yeah, so <laughs> believing him an and feeling bad about it, she's just she's not going to ask any more questions and turn her attention back to this weird magical blessing business that's going on. Didn't, didn't um, Eddie almost kill Norma once, though? Shh, we don't talk no, about he that. No, he did. He did kill also her. In the, in the fugue state. Well, no, we reversed right. time. in the fugue state. Well, yeah, yeah, we got time warped. Yeah, time I time warp because we've got the concepts of love. Oh, right. But I'm just saying, like, she did almost die. Yeah, there was a lot going on between these two. Alright, alright, you go back to the group. This will be relevant later. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Enemies to lovers? <laughs> Enemies to lovers. <laughs> I swear to God, if I get more of that Travis a furry bullshit on this campaign. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Enemies to lovers with the goddamn werewolf. Look, get it trending. You make the choices, not us. The, the, the heart wants what it wants. I simply do as the dice lead. Look, you said you would smash Hallison. As a bear, specifically. Listen, I am a bear. It goes <laughs> in my nature. I want it for the record that Travis didn't deny that he would fuck Hallison from Baldur's Gate 3 as a bear. I'd fuck a bear. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> episode six, I'd fuck a bear. <laughs> we were wondering what we were going to call this. Six, Great expectations. Colin, I'd fuck a bear. All right, let's do oh the fucking... All right. Let's All go right, to the basement. So, uh, Eddie, 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 lead the way. We're going through the bush. All right. Is it all ready to go through? Yeah. All right. Let's, yeah, let's uh, do the basement. Felix has like a knife in his left hand and the gun that he does the like with the fucking the it's the old one, so you gotta like do the lever. Yeah, it's you lever do the action. Lever. Um Bolt. Yeah, he does he does the thing. Cause I assume to be like he's been hunting. Like he's a fucking Edwardian man. He's definitely been hunting. Um hunting but foxes. I just I but I like the the like the little knife and the 
Let's go. He does the really cool, like you flip it around Remington style. <laughs> and he's just holding a knife. Like he has no idea how to hold a knife, but he knows his way around a gun like it's the back of his hand. This is America. Knife is... Oh my god. Hey everyone. All my friends call me Flower, and I play the character Albrecht Elsinger. Albrecht, a character of few words, joins the party in search of knowledge from a mentor he never knew. From there, he finds out he's fallen into the ploy of a devious past, one he only happened upon, but which thrust upon him the price of a debt come due. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, share us with your friends on social media using hashtag RollNoEvil. And maybe, just maybe, if you like this enough, come chat with us on Discord. Just go to our Roll No Evil link tree at linktr.ee forward slash roll no evil. We're going to the basement. We're going to this mother. How long have we spent between all of the season, all of the episodes that Eddie is trying to get us to go to this basement? And just blow them off. <laughs> At least six episodes, depending on whether we cut that one episode into two or not. I have been trying to get to this fucking basement since episode one. <laughs> All right, well, let's go. Well, no, episode let's go. two. We're, we're armed and ready. Two. Episode two. I already knew. <laughs> By episode one, I'm doing this. All right. Um, Lead the so, way. Oof. All of you have gone to, like, the basement uh, door. It's it shut. You're all just kind of like crowded around it. So we're gonna begin from there. Are we all crowding around it? Like nobody wants to touch yeah. it. Nobody yeah, wants I'm to go first. Like yeah. Like Alexander like, will go to the door, like kind of lean against it. Turn the. Is it a knob or a handle? It, it's it's a handle. Not a knob. You don't want any more dick jokes here. <laughs> well, you can't handle it. <laughs> but uh, but uh, ready? Let's get let's get this in recording. <laughs> the that, knee was, slap. that was authentic knee slap. slap. I'm here all week. So he'll push the handle down and slowly open the door with his gun out and look down the stairs. It is pitch black down there. Immediately when you open the door, just this gust of cold, damp air hitting your face. Is there a candle? There's candlesticks and unlit candles like in the rest of the foyer. Anyone have a match? Can someone magic them, Fallen? Does anyone have a match? Yeah, does anybody have a match? One of you has fucking magic. <laughs> I have not <laughs> seen him make fire. I've shot fire before. I don't care how big the room is, I cast fireball. But also, like, we don't want him to, we don't want him to waste his magic. We don't He's want him to, so, like, we don't want him to waste his magic. Also, Alexander, of all of the people, like, you seem the one who would be most likely to, like, smoke a pipe. So you feel like you'd be the one to have it out there in case someone else had it. Um, I also like the idea of in the animated um, a series that eventually happens of Roll No Evil, that image of us looking down in this dark basement. It's like the, the Scooby-Doo, like yeah. all of these heads like <laughs> peer down, like sort of come around the corner. To, like I, I just I just that image really um, was good. But yeah, I feel like you'd be the most likely. Be a terrible time to say that the matches were in his jacket, too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what else do I got in his jacket? Felix is like, what jacket? His entire know. inventory was in that yeah. fucking jacket. <laughs> Felix, <laughs> the matches what jacket? In his pants pocket. <laughs> Felix, what jacket? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking Fucking about. Klepto sister. <laughs> <laughs> He'll reach into his pocket. Okay. And pull out 
some a match and light a candle. Alright, yeah. Or a few. We'll say you grab one of the candlesticks. So like, you know, it's like a candlestick, so it usually has He's got a candelabra with him. Yeah, <laughs> at least three. He has a rope. You're descending the stairs like Christine and Phantom of the Opera. Out of the candlestick, so it has like it has like one on there, but they usually at least like the old timers that I knew, they used to have the big fucking like candles on there. As long as we have enough light. Yeah, you got more than is enough. Is it scented? <laughs> it smells like death. What scent yeah, is this it, candle? It smells yes. like doom. And wax. <laughs> My favorite flavor. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is an old timey candle. It's going to smell like animal byproduct. It just smells musty. Yeah, yeah what, what section of Bath and Body Works are we going through? We're in the beyond. <laughs> tuberculosis. We're in the Bed Bath and Body Works and beyond. <laughs> bed Bath and Berculosis. Yeah, it's gonna smell like it's gonna smell like consumption. <laughs> Alright, so we got candles. Yeah, it's it's lighting enough for you to see like a few steps down, but not enough where it's lighting the entire basement. I turn to everybody and Eddie reminds them, remember. We're here for the fur keychain. That's all we need, and then we can get out of here, we can return to the seance room, and we can figure out what we're going to do next. Remember that keychain. As we tiptoe and just (laughs) down these like creaky ass steps. Yeah. So as you I sampled the stairs from my parents' house and I'm like, Perfect. So as you go down, the steps are of just wood that is beginning to rot. The walls go from a faded beige, slightly damp wallpaper to stone. It grows more and more cold with each step, beginning as a light chill to eventually frigid as you get to the concrete floor. The basement, from what you can see, as little as you can, is nothing atypical. It's a bit large, with shelves haphazardly placed at the bottom. No rhyme or reason. Close enough where you have to squeeze a bit to get past them. Line on each are just various things. Some a bit dustier than others. Some that you instantly recognize, such as preserves, some old winter's clothes, some you don't really know, some old knickknacks, some framed portraits face down. You see some remnants of an older man's clothing, most likely belonging to the sister's father, as they look to be from a different era. Are there any, like, shoes in that pile? <laughs> Felix Felix has been going down there getting splinters all through his <laughs> shit. Taking some harm. The man with no immune system. No, Norma's just carrying him, like giving him a piggyback ride. When Norma's not wolf, how tall is she? Like 5'2? Sure. This is adorable. I was so yeah. like a six But you foot... have to remember she's super she's strong. strong. She's yeah. super strong. So this she can like just hold just the visual of a six foot Victorian child and a five two woman <laughs> giving him a piggyback ride. <laughs> He's 18. But, can, See, can now, now you know how I feel when you say Kevin. You know what? Yeah, right. You know, you know what? But, You're right. But now, uh, mighty, mighty ghost host, yes? is it cold enough that we wouldn't be able to, like, stand the cold? It's cold enough where you can 
see almost little puffs of your breath. It's nothing too cold, but it is eerily cold. But are there actual shoes? No, I, I, I no, want to. shoes. There's shoes. You can grab your shoes. Can I, can I roll to see if they're um, the right size? Yes, I was about to say that. Are there some um, socks what? too? Because gross. <laughs> no, there's no <laughs> socks. Felix over here clown shooting his way through the basement. Um. Okay. One second. Let me. Um. This is the penultimate episode before the grand finale. I'm rolling for shoes. And about eighty percent of it has been trying to find Felix some fucking shoes. And we're at a shoe boutique. Rolling you know, shoes. Just roll no modifiers. <laughs> We're like an Just hour roll. and a half into this episode. <laughs> finally getting feeling some shoes. We're, we're an hour and a half in and so far we've blessed everything and gotten shoes. <laughs> Okay, it was a five, and I just want to say that I seriously considered using a luck point for some <laughs> fucking shoes. Um, but I'm not it's a five. Mark experience. <laughs> Mark experience. Mark experience on your shoes. So you found a pair of shoes. They are of an older gentleman's variety. They they are definitely like they're not casual wear shoes, so they are far too like nice that you can you can't run in them. Uh-huh. Second, they are far too big. Ye old Jays. <laughs> they are at least three sizes too big. So not even like you can like kinda deal with it. When you step up, there's a high chance that the front is gonna drag. I think that he looks at them, he puts them on, sees how absolutely ridiculous he looks, and then he just, like, puts them back and is like, I think I'm okay. <laughs> just puts them back in the pile. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, and then he looks up Are and- there just, like, to- <laughs> Are there any socks? Are there any socks? Give him something first. Yeah. Roll for socks. Roll for socks. Roll for socks. Right, socks. <laughs> uh, that was an eight. Okay, so there is a pair of socks near those shoes, however- they are damp. They are damp with Aww. something like it's it's basement socks. He's gonna he's gonna barefoot it. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. He like looks at them and I feel like he gives them like a and then it's like uh, and like yeah. gives them a sniff and then yes. like holds them way out like and just like the drops smell them like, is making you gag, Norma, <laughs> with your heightened senses. Oh god, the, wo- the wolf inside of you. <laughs> the wolf among us. <laughs> On a. Uh, on on second second thought, uh, I think I'll just have you know popsicle toes instead. Thank you. But like, can we just collectively agree to lie in the witch in the wardrobe our way through this and grab the coats? <laughs> you can grab coats. Yeah, can I can I get a coat? Yeah, Alex <laughs> needs his fucking his fucking jacket back. I want everybody to roll for a coat right now. Okay, roll okay. for coats. Roll for coats. Roll for coats. I got a six. Felix is gonna die from pneumonia. Got a nine. Okay, I rolled a nine as well. I'm I'm gonna go down the list. All right, so Felix, because you you're shopping first, you find the only coat that you can find that fits you is very much looking to be like it was the grandmother's coat, and it's like knitted, so it's like mothball, like moths have eaten it. He takes the moth-eaten grandma's sweater. You know what? Yeah, he ain't too proud for that. It's a sweater that, again, it it has been ravaged by moths, so instead of, like, hitting, like, at the waist, it's it's basically like a cropped cardigan. (laughs) Alexa, play sweater weather. (laughs) It is too cold. I think think it's too cold. Yeah, you look like a grandmother with (laughs) a 
also your nightgown. It's literally, this is a thrift shop episode. Felix, Felix, <laughs> yeah. I think Felix. You know what I think Felix does? I think Felix like looks at him, looks down, looks at himself, and I think he like blushes a little bit because he's Aww. a. I think he's a little embarrassed. He would be very embarrassed. embarrassed. This I think he blushes. I want to like grandma. It would literally be a Victorian, <laughs> like yeah. Sweatshirt. So now you are a little Victorian child. A, a Balenciaga cardigan. I think he like. I think he's sort of like battling with the like you know the I'm a you know I'm a Victorian man. I rule the world, but not really because Felix never thought that way. But like you know like I'm a you know man and like also being like okay, it's yeah. fine. No Victorian child. Cropped cardigan from Victorian era and an Edwardian idea. Yeah, yeah. I think, a, think he blushes. You are the Victorian child playing dress up. Listen, we can we can delete this if there's like any sort of censorship uh, rules behind this. But like Felix is straight up serving cunt right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that. However, it's 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 a knit cardigan that's been in a basement. It's reeking. Yeah. So are all of the Yeezy brands. <laughs> yeah, he's serving. You're saying he's serving cunt. He's serving yeasty cunt. <laughs> <laughs> he's serving yeast infection. Serving yeast infection. Yeah. Yes, queen. <laughs> I think also like fashion. I feel like also like you know, Felix like Felicity was probably the fashion-minded one. So I feel like he's he's looking at it, he's like Felicity can see me now. Like never hear the end of it, and then he like kind of gets sad. Guard. He oh, like no. kind of gets sad for having that thought because mm-hmm. then he misses. But he's like, no. hmm. listen, I will I will leave that up to do whether or not we censor that. But I just it needed to be said. No. I wanted in a podcast cunt. serving yeasty cunt <laughs> on that day. Listen, we can say that we're gay. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay, Norma, what did you roll? An 11. Okay, okay. <laughs> you find literally right next to the grandma cardigan. <laughs> you pull out. It was the grandmother's like winter coat and it fits you so well. And then in like the pockets, you pull out like Ye old but like butterscotch like candy. <laughs> were there's original? I, I give it original. But the original were there's original. Yeah, original with a capital O. Uh so you have that now in your inventory. Wait, how old is Norma? She's twenty two. Okay. How yeah. old is Werther's original? <laughs> I think great question. Is it as old as Tums? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, introduced in 1969. Oh. <laughs> nice. So it's the so original yes. Werther's. Give or take. That's a great yeah. joke. That's a great joke! Oh, I didn't mean to hit the table. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, dude, for later, but that's a great joke. <laughs> All right, so you have a nice, a nice warm coat. It's made of wolf fur. It's, a, it's also, a, it's kind of a little stretchy. So when you, like, get into wolf form, it's not going to break. It's gonna be tight, but it's not gonna break. Made out of the Hulk's pants. Yeah. <laughs> fur on fur. You are being chased by demons. I think a, a jacket with like a stretchy material is pretty... That breaks my immersion. <laughs> Alright, Alexander. I rolled a nine. You find a coat. It's a little thin, but it kind of looks like the one that you lost. Like not like it it's a bit thin, so like you're still gonna be a little bit cold. But, like, it looks like the one that you lost. You reach inside. There's another family photo in there. <laughs> but a completely different family. Into the pocket, you, pulled, you pull out a portrait of the sisters and their parents. He's not going to wear the coat now. All right, be cold. I don't give a shit. Be cold. Like your family. 
Sweet reference. I'm sorry. Had to be so cold like your family. Holy shit. Hey, it's just his wife who's cold. That's true. I thought, yeah, that's no, because she's still alive. dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Six fuck you. Under. She's still dead. Yeah, fuck your dead wife. <laughs> what is up with all of you characters and your dead characters? <laughs> that wasn't Felix. That was Felicity whispering from beyond the grave. <laughs> so she's as cold as Felicity. Oh, fuck your dead wife. Oh. Yeah, well, Felicity's like, you got me there. Touche. 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 Atticus, what'd you roll? Uh, ten. All right, you find you find a, like a nice winter coat as well. It, def- it definitely belonged to the father. It, it can go over like your like current outfit, but also is like kind of flexible enough or like size enough where like your your movement is not, not in need anyway. Yeah, uh, Albrecht. Roll the four. Marked experience. Yeah, I just realized I also <laughs> yeah. have. Mar- I have. I have four out of five experience. I almost leveled up from this fucking coat. (laughs) Roll for drip. (laughs) Roll for drip. Uh, What you find as Mm. you're, you think you spot, you like spot like a nice cape, but as you do, your current cape gets caught on the shelf and rips. Like a loose nail. Yeah. (laughs) Like a loose tetanus filled nail. That's like his only character trait was the cape. I know. That's like your entire character <laughs> plot. But, but now he has two. Because it's split. It's split. Now you have like a twin tail going on. That's an arc. One cape <laughs> per shoulder. The thing that you thought was a cape happened to be a pair of distorted curtains that must have been stored and unraveled. But can you can you magic your the cape back together? We're just gonna drain this man with every ounce of <laughs> he, mana. That he is he has. too tired for that. He's too tired. <laughs> for that. Never mind. I don't think that's an option. Eddie, what'd you roll? I rolled a nine. You find the most elegant overcoat. I mean, dazzling, with like a fur lining and some embroidery. It is very, very clearly the mother's discarded coat. I wear it with pride. It fits a bit snug, but well. As most of my clothes do. <laughs> tight in the shoulders. A bit tight in the shoulders. It's, yeah, it's a bit tight in the shoulders, but... Oh, uh, whoever put Meryl Streep in the chat. <laughs> Atticus, thank you. Oh, <laughs> Miranda Priestley. <laughs> yeah. The I original sir. I literally was thinking of that coat. Her, <laughs> <laughs> like, black coat. Yeah, because you see, it's, like, it, like, flares out. It's ye old product. If anything now, because it, it, it I'm look I'm thinking of that one's like a little snug in the shoulders, but it flares out. So when you run, you look magnificent. Listen, I am an entertainer by trade, and I am living up to every sense of the word. There you go. Alright. I can't believe I have four out of five experience and two of those are from the fucking shoes and the coat. And you still don't even have <laughs> shoes. <laughs> that that coat was enough to make my accent come back. <laughs> don't i just look dashing <laughs> no one has commented on the voice by the way like, I did, felix I, no, did. oh yeah felix did i'll give felix yeah, felix that. told me to stop yeah felix said no felix said you don't have to yeah all right i was just trying to cheer up the young victorian child of eight years old <laughs> <laughs> plus 10 years plus 10 years 
so new to the mentally, world. he's eight years old. I feel like I feel like in like 1904, 18 was like you already expected to like you have had a children. child. Yeah. child. You, you're supposed you're to die in like two years. Time. Yeah, scarlet yeah. fever's yeah. around the corner. You're having a midlife crisis right now. Yeah, you're towards the end of your years. Yeah, you get tuberculosis on your 21st birthday. I'm I'm <laughs> ancient at what am I 26? Yeah. God, if what you're you ancient, what the fuck am I? Like, die. You're on death's door. My guy's like 55. You're literally gramps. <laughs> all right, so we all got our drip. Everybody's, <laughs> Everybody's dripped up. <laughs> Basement, is it, does it like one big area? Or like, does it look like there's like smaller Investigate rooms? Investigate a mystery. I was going to say, is there any way for us to tell with how little we can see? Investigate a mystery. And that's sharp. Mm-hmm. That's a nine. So, obviously, you, you still can't really see all that much. Even, like, outreaching it the best that you can, trying to get some leverage, like, you know, with one of the shelves, you can't see all that much in front of you. And as well, the shelves are, there's no rhyme or reason to how they've been placed. It isn't just rows of them or things like that. It's one that is going one way, another that hangs off of it like a corner. It looks almost like a maze, the way that they're set up. Unintentionally. Eddie would like to roll on a hunch. You can roll a hunch. Ow. I want to roll for Al. <laughs> That's a plus sharp, so that is a nine. You're looking around as well, I assume. Yeah. My, my hunch is trying to remember the flashback. I saw it on the ground, on the damp floor meaning that it's probably not on one of the walls, and I would like to go that way. That damp floor. It, the, the entire place just has this basement dampness. It, it's a cellar, for the most part. Uh, it's sunk into the earth, and the earth is trying to reclaim it, is the best way to put it. It's poetic. I love that. <laughs> and you said it's like a, looks like it's set up like a maze? It Unintentionally. Like, I'm not saying okay. that it is a maze. It looks like just like as an adjective it very asymmetric it's it's, like the shelves and all yeah like i said there's there's no rhyme or reason to how they've been placed like it it looks as though the shelves were just put up as they've been needed and then like a hoarder's garage (laughs) yeah like there's still room to walk in between like the floor is clear that you can walk but there's some finagling to go back and forth that you need to do uh, your hunch, Eddie. Um, you remember kind of a layout, roughly, of how the shelves were, but nothing that you can visually see where it is, nothing where you can get an idea. You can recall how it was on the floor, and the shelves where it was against, like, one shelf, like, it was just against it, like, to its face, and then there was two that kind of almost angled outside of it almost like the top of like an octagon you know what i mean like so like one and then two going either side okay does that make sense yeah so it's surrounded by shelving it's surrounded by shelving however again it you're not gonna know one direction you're not gonna know where that is my question is gonna be to like investigate a mystery because the stuff we're dealing with is like paranormal creepy spooky feeling vibe Mm -hmm. Try and figure out which direction or area of the basement gives, like, that vibe the most. So, the way 
that I'll do this instead is so you said just entered you you found coats and those were like in the general like you can still see the stairs from where you're at there is uh three directions that you can comfortably go through and I say comfortably I mean like really you can go through there's one on the left one in the center and one in the right yeah so you can see those are the entrances and how you want to go about that that is for you to decide Eddie has an idea go for it Eddie Norma <laughs> this this locket was my prized possession <laughs> Here. And I kept it on me always inside my coat pocket. Is there any chance you'd be able to sniff it out? Sniff for your rabbit's foot? Yeah, the rabbit foot keychain. That I always kept in my pocket, so like I can open my coat and, and give you something to, to base it off of. But is that a possibility? <laughs> Smell me. <laughs> Smell me. Like Smell me. Dog. <laughs> Listen, now that I know that she has superhuman hearing, I'm assuming that the rest of the wolf-isms apply. The great ghost host, can I, can I smell for his keychain? Roll for smell. Do you have, uh, what do you have under, like, your animalistic, like, the base, stuff like that? Just as for, like, attacks, I have base teeth and claws. Okay. Um, let's see, shapeshifter, you change your form. Yeah. Um. You should be able to, I just want to double check. You gain plus one to investigate a mystery when using an alternative form superior senses. Example, yep, yep, okay, smell for a wolf. So yeah, I have to good. change into a wolf. Yeah, you have to change. Oh, okay. Because no. oh, oh, every time you've changed, I've gotten fucked up. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, you so, have to change. So Norma would say, um, I, I could try, but I have to change. Can you change back without hurting us? Don't want to repeat a last time. Uh, yeah, I, I, I could. It is a risk that I am willing to take. And as I say this, I just kind of like very subtly sidestep towards Atticus. <laughs> 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 and while y'all debate whether or not it's okay for you to turn, I, I lean into Atticus and I say, keep the necklace ready. Yeah. yeah Atticus will. Grab the necklace. Because if this goes wrong, you know what to do. Atticus nods. Upset, but <laughs> I like the subtle back, like the subtle pack you should have made to make that locket a fucking silver garage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what it was. Yeah. Listen, she, it every was. single time that she has uh, turned into this alternate form. I have been thrown through walls, so I'd rather not do that again before the grand finale. Felix is like, so, like so excited to see this. What did you roll? I rolled a nine. So you feel, you know, like the form expanding once more. Your body changes, and the coat does not rip. <laughs> it is trying it's to fur on fur. <laughs> it's fur yep. on fur. Um. However, just as it had been, you're still there mentally. Norma is still there this time around, but it's it's fighting to get control. Hmm. Did you have the plus one for your swim senses? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. That would make it a 10. Yeah. <laughs> you only have 
a bit of time before that takes over once more. You're still there right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put... This, by the way, isn't like Monster of the Week rules. I'm just doing it because I think it'll be fun. I'm going to put a timer on my phone. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you have you're not going to this... tell us what that timer is, are you? <laughs> Ew, no, no. Why would I? All right, so once she transforms, she immediately feeling hold this. On. She immediately... Hold on. Hold right. on. Oh, wait. Okay. You have... It's not going to be a long amount of time. Yeah. Y'all better not be thinking about your dialogue. Y'all better start talking immediately. <laughs> <All right>. Three... <laughs> Two, one. Okay, now seeing that she has transformed. <laughs> uh, f- fuck. I have to move my mic. Eddie just kind of comes over and turns his outer coat pocket inside out. There's a little bit of fur still in there from where the keychain used to be. And I just lean it in towards <laughs> Norma <laughs> to get a good whiff. <laughs> All the while looking at Atticus with an eye of, like, be ready. She, she, she smells it. All right. What do you want to do? I'm not going to guide you. You have to go. No, I, I mean, sniff it. Do I, do I yeah. pick up the scent? Yeah, you're, you're going to be able to uh, pick up a scent. All right, then I immediately bolt towards the scent. That, that, now you have to roll investigate a mystery. Now I roll that. Okay, I roll again. Yeah. Pull the light. To see if yeah. we go down the right path. Yeah, investigate a mystery. Make because sure you can stay- pick up... Because you can pick up a scent, no problem. It's following through with the scent. In a maze. Make sure we stay close in to In the her. dark. It's an 11. All right. You get a strong whiff of it. It is... I'm also pausing during this time, so don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. when, it, when, it's, when it's DM time, I'll pause. You catch a strong whiff of this hair. You go in expecting... The scent that Felicity has had, or you know, Eddie has had, any human you've come across has. This doesn't smell like it. It smells like another animal. I mean, yeah, it's a rabbit. Uh, well, <laughs> it's a keychain. Yeah, but it smells odd. It smells not quite like rabbits. You would have. Like you, you would have come across before. There's something odd about it, almost like the the small stench of sulfur riddled between the strands. But you get a clear idea of where it's coming from through this labyrinth, and you are able to follow it pretty directly. And resume. Tally ho! Yeah, no, she she Ed. bolted. Let's go. <laughs> She's running as, as we follow Norma. I'll be behind her, so there's the light with her. All right. Yeah. So you're going to follow it as yous are as yous are going in, you know, Norma with her like big werewolf like mass. You're hitting the shelves. You're jostling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're hitting the shelves. They're, you know, it's jostling things that are there. Whatever, whatever's around and you can hear it. You can see it. Even those like all the way in the back of this line because Things are so narrow, you just have to be in a line. Even back then, get hear like the creaking of these like almost disintegrated rotten wooden shelves. Every so often, you can hear like certain like jars breaking, little metal trinkets hitting the floor. Let's determine then the order of how people are following Norma. So Norma would definitely be in the front. Behind would be Alexander. Roll like one d six. 
everybody? Uh, no, no, you, you two are fine. So it's Norma, Alexander, uh, Eddie, Felix, and we'll say Atticus, and then Albrick. So Albrick in the very back. As you go there, like, Albrick, you're, you're starting to have to, like, you're starting to get, like, spooked because you hear the crash before you see it, that Norma is hitting down. At a certain point, as you, like, round a corner, like, another thing falls, but, like, the shelf didn't move. But something definitely fell. But she didn't hit that shelf. I want you to roll, uh, act under pressure. The g- ghosts throwing uh, shit? Uh, oh, that's a negative one for me, so fucking, so six. Mark experience. You see, like, an item just falling. Like, uh, a few of, like, just random things falling from a shelf that, like, Norma didn't hit, but you just run immediately past. While this is happening, you know, the basement is a lot larger than you think. It is, like, winding. You're having to, like, scrunch up against some of the shelves, stuff like that. And while you do, like, it's getting more and more cold. It's growing mustier. It, it's not pleasant whatsoever. Poor Felix, your feet are beginning to ache from the cold. It, the floor is kind of wet. Like, it, it's, it's like the gross. It's gross. Kind of stumble a little bit as, like, you, you know, like almost like slip in a little bit. Eddie... Like, as we're running through all these things and seeing kind of the chaos of this line, just kind of yells out to, to the group, remember the keychain, find my beloved's keychain, and we can leave. Now, none of you have seen the keychain since the vision, but Felix doesn't know what it looks like. Felix has no idea. I'm like, oh, I heard it was a rabbit, and I heard keychain, so I think, like, could probably piece it a little bit but it's like all right <laughs> keech thing that looks out of the ordinary well let's fucking go like the other things make sense yeah it's the rabbit keychain it's like a keychain but i know what a keychain key is <laughs> are we still on the clock or are we yeah fuck geez, uh, go let's go <laughs> you're navigating through stuff like that felix again there's more rustling within the back like, more items are falling, stuff like that. Poor Felix, you're starting to have to, like, navigate over, like, broken stuff. Because the more <laughs> that Norma is moving... Yeah, no shoes! Aww. The more that Norma is moving, she, her movements are getting less controlled. So it's starting to go down, stuff like that. You you narrowly miss something and, like, headbutt. Um, I'm, I'm shouting out to, to Eddie after he says something about the keychain. Um, what... What are we looking? What is this thing we're looking for again? Why do we care? No, I know why. I know it's one of our items, but why? What? What exactly am I looking for? It belonged to the love of my life. It is the only thing that ties me to everything that is happening around here, and I need to find it immediately. That's a weird answer to that question. He says while he's running and trying <laughs> and to like hop over stuff. Yeah, <laughs> as That's the timer weird ticks answer. down. <laughs> yeah. Norma, as you round a corner, I need you to roll, uh, act under pressure. Okay. Oh, boy. That's a two. As you bump up against the shelf, it's like you're rounding a corner. So, like, one, like, your shoulder would hit. You feel that shelf hit back. Where you lean on it, it leans back towards you. You don't see what moves it. But something moved it. 
Alexander, you, you see a flicker in, like, between the shelves. Do you investigate? Do you just keep moving forward? Quick, in, quick investigation. Quick investigation. Roll. Eight. You see, like, a large figure, like, immediately past one of the shelves. It's so fast, you just see, like, a blurb of a lighter color, and that was it. You definitely saw something. It wasn't just a curtain. It wasn't just fabric. You're past does, that. Does Eddie also see this? I mean, Alexander will point out that he saw something. Okay, yeah, if Alexander's, like, pointing something out. Yeah. Go. We must be getting close. Eddie, Violet helped me get to where the ring was. Ask her to help you find the keychain. I right, pause for a second. Who the fuck is Violet? His wife. His wife. The dead wife. Got you. Okay. The cold woman. <laughs> true, true, true. It is, it is cold in here. Eddie, Eddie kind of wrestles with it for a second, not fully understanding what it is that is going to be in front of him, but understanding that he's going to get close and just mutters to himself, Violet, if you're there, help me. What? I what? meant you ask the love, love of your, of your life. life. Oh, son of a bitch. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let my wife rest in peace, damn it. <laughs> Violet, you please. You keep my wife's name out of your mouth. <laughs> keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I will Smith, Eddie. <laughs> you know what? Deserved. I'll take a point of damage for that. Jen, you don't even have to fill in the blank. It's it's deserved at this point. The jar falls in your head. Okay, now, now ask the love of your life to help because we're on a timer. Daisy, my love, if you are there, reveal yourself. I know that we're close. Who was the one who had Eddie's uh, rumor? That was Norma. Norma? You know the name, Daisy. Mm-hmm. You know the name, Daisy. You, it almost takes you back a little bit, that part of you that's still in control. You remember from the show that Eddie was a part of, that weekly broadcast that you tended to enjoy asking Miss Daisy. It was that silent guide that Eddie would speak on the behalf of. She was a mystery. You, you never heard of her. Her, this, this unknown figure. As you roll forward in the candlelight, it's, it's starting to flicker. It's starting to just billow in the breeze as you go through. The scent is getting stronger as you're there. And you can almost see how the shelves are beginning to go into that sort of like octagon shape. They're not quite there yet, but they're starting to. Is Daisy the rabbit? <laughs> no. Daisy is my one true love. God damn it, Travi. <laughs> God damn it. God I just, damn like, it. I don't I just had this whole fucking moment sitting here. Where God I damn like, it. I just had this like whole existential crisis. God damn like, it. God damn it. Daisy. You just had to ask, didn't you, Em? I'm so confused. Daisy is the rabbit whose foot Daisy. is on the keychain. Yeah, Jen, continue. There was a newspaper about Daisy dying. That's how normal. Jen, yeah. continue. Did the newspaper say it was a person? Did it have a photo of the person? Or That's did it just question. say Eddie nope. is mourning Daisy or whatever? Fucking rabbit. So okay, you're going sorry. through the maze. 
Sorry, we're running. By the way, the maze. users still on the clock. Yeah, still right. on the clock. Deserves. We're going through the maze. Going to I call out to Daisy. You're calling out Daisy, Daisy. Atticus, you feel something swipe at your arm from between the shelves. Roll oh, act under pressure. Under pressure? Yeah. You feel something like kind of swipe, but it could just be the shelf, you don't know. That's a ten. Yeah, that's a ten. You can almost see like a talon or something just kind of like flicker through like the opening of like uh, the back of a shelf as if there's nothing on the back. You don't get quite a clear look, but you do hear like a thud. You hear a, har- a harsh thud as it goes backwards. And you hear that thud again. And you hear it again. It goes silent and then it comes back again. Right near as you round a corner while you have... <laughs> 18 seconds left on this clock and you discovered the, the formation that you remember from the vision this shelving of just random items and right at the floor of it just as you saw the keychain so i'm gonna stop the timer normally you can return you cannot that that was 18 seconds and i kind of let it go a little bit so my mind just is so just boggled right now. <laughs> well, you found the keychain. So, yeah, if she sees the keychain, uh, Norma will immediately will turn back. Eddie also sees the keychain and tries to rush in to grab it as quickly as possible. You can rush in. Grab it. Grab the rabbit. You can rush in and grab it. There's nothing stopping you. No, there's okay. nothing stopping you. You go forget it. It almost feels like in all of this frigidness, just a wealth of warmth, like a fire on a winter's day, as you get it back in your grip. Just hold it against my cheek. The hair is still soft. It's, it, it looks as though it wasn't even marred by the rest of the environment. Was that one of the rumors? Do you save it? Do you save it as, as Felix? <laughs> Did you fuck a rabbit? <laughs> um, excuse I'm me. really confused. That wasn't one of the rumors, but I wish it was. It's not a rumor because it's true. You just said you weren't a furry, but oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, so that would be something Atticus would say. Eddie, Eddie sheds a single tear now feeling that he has reached some sort of level of, of completeness to his character. Love is love, but... <laughs> <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here and I, I, I say daisy's name one more time as i say daisy i found you at last thump you hear that same thumping on the floor boom thump you say that and norma's like boom. wait wait because norma listened to the show she's like Daisy's been a fucking rabbit this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I, we made Did you say that? That, that fucking yeah. Felix also like listened to the show. That was canon in the last right, episode. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so like Felix is just like. So yeah. now, if you, if you guys rabbit. canonically, if you guys are canonically asking Eddie, I'll I'll turn around and just be like, "Yes, I thought that much was obvious." <laughs> so we got a cannibal and a rabbit fucker. Okay. The love of my life, the most beautiful <laughs> hair. <laughs> He, he laid out Why all the do you clues. think I kept saying on the air that she was the most, like, the most beautiful hair I've ever seen? I mean, my wife had beautiful <laughs> I'm hair. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. She wasn't a fucking rabbit. 
Do you see a ring? Like it's starting to make sense why we're in this situation. Eddie is perplexed at the fact that nobody understood what was happening. I told you guys at the very beginning of the seance that this belonged to my beloved. Yeah, whose foot did you think it was? Rabbit's foot. You think everybody just goes around owning a rabbit's foot? Norma's gonna, gonna point to um Alexander. He has his wife's ring. His wife wasn't a ring. Yeah. Do you see a ring? Didn't think so. Maybe you weren't married. Your beloved could have been your fiance when you died. Like, that's what I thought. That's what happened to me. All right, we're getting sidetracked. Let's get the <laughs> yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't understand why we're damned here. Uh, as this conversation is happening, let's, we let's hear the thumping. Let's put the rabbit fucker in the farm. <laughs> there's, there's thumping happening, but the rest of you are caught up in conversation. We'll say, well, I just want to like, we've dealt with ghosts, we've dealt with zombies. Norma's a werewolf. She's almost killed everyone like twice. And we're just, I just can't run. You're perplexed <laughs> around. It's a rabbit. A this rabbit is, fucker. This, this really... yes. Rabbit fucker. Rabbit, rabbit fucker. Rabbit fucker. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, Do you realize how hard it is to pick up women as a radio host? <laughs> it's not like I can go to the bars and just be like, well, how do you do, my fine dear? That's how you get a restraining order. <laughs> so you went to a rabbit? Is she a like, magical rabbit? Like, how did she conjure, like, the talking to the dead? Was that just you? I also, I'm just thinking about the logistics of this. Okay, well, we'll discuss this after we get out of here. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Thumper in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Does that noise turn you <laughs> on? <laughs> <laughs> rabbit, rabbit fucker, you take the lead. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Nothing. No noise. Fuck. It's behind me, isn't it? <laughs> you want it to be. The rabbit yeah, fucker is about to get fucked. Turn yeah. around. The candlelight has. The wick on the candle has started to go down so far, the light is starting to dim enough where it's not until Eddie turns around and Alexander raises the candle. Where you just see the gauntish figure of easily like seven foot hulking, half rotted animated corpse. A human corpse? And it ain't human. It's a uh, fucking rabbit. What big ears you have. <laughs> and it's missing white, a foot. <laughs> white hair covering its body, its teeth rotting in yellow. And it's mouth salivating as it looks down upon you all with eyes as red as the sky outside. It raises one of its hands clawed from a stump of where a foot once was, plus covering where the hand should be. It's wrecked, wretched, and it is ready to attack. Daisy? Does this turn you on right now? <laughs> <laughs>